Everyone has a unique gift, and Mike and Diana, host of the One Life podcast, believe that most people don't know how to use their gifts or what they are. Mike and Diana want you to see things from a different perspective and be true to yourself. The One Life podcast unites the world through art, fashion, music, and film. It inspires, motivates, and creates positive energy, love, and compassion to all communities and creates an equal playing field for all. On the One Life podcast, they cover topics like building relationships, overcoming adversity, habits of healthy people, and much, much more. We only have one life to live. Be yourself and live your truth. Add the One Life podcast to your playlist. That's the number one in e-life. Available on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and your favorite podcast platform. Hi, y'all. Welcome to the One Life Podcast. I am Mike M.I.C. Reed, and as always, I got my lovely co-host, Diana Gotti, from the AV Wellbeing Coalition, doing it the Gotti way. Hey. We also got with us our friend from the Palmdale Playhouse, the lovely city of Palmdale. Michelle Lee's with us today. How you doing today? Hi, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Super always. appreciate it. Really excited to share with the community the things we have going on. Great, great. But first, we're going to uh, hear from Diana Gotti. What you got on the community news? Hey, guys, I just want to give a reminder for the AV Uplift. Um, they are hosting a free youth golf clinic, and um, it's taking place June 10th, and it's available for ages 4 through 17. And it's free, guys. You know, um, I did my ride-along this weekend with the Lancaster Sheriff Department. Uh, how was it? And it was really interesting. You arrest anybody? No, no, but you know what? Unfortunately, <laughs> we did see a, you know, a a, a minor Odine at o- the park. Odine. Yeah, so What's they Odin? had a they had a o, they overdosed. Why you call it Odine? Od, I don't know. Od or Odine? Od. Oh, Od. I thought you said Odine. That's why I was like, "What's Odine?" My bad. Oh. <laughs> Dang, you gotta check me. Odine. The Narcan. <laughs> yeah. So no, the paramedics got there on time, but. That really kind of um, got me feeling all types of ways, being mm-hmm. a, a mm-hmm. mom to, to two teens, and mm-hmm. the parents, you know, were there and available, but, um, you know, I, I don't think they really saw that coming, and it was hard to see a mother just kind of have to go through that. So. Right. Now, when you, when you do on, go on these ride-alongs and you guys go on a car, do you stay in the car or you get out too? No, I actually got to get out. And, you know, it's it's a trip because I we got a lot of mental health calls. Mm-hmm. And it just really made me realize, you know, there's a lot of people that struggle in our community with with mental health. And I just love the fact that we are not hesitant to talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's something that needs to be talked about. Right. Um, and... Uh, it just really opened my eyes to our community. But I did find out that you anyone can come to the um, sheriff's station as long as you're 18, sign up, and apply to, you know, go on a ride-along. I definitely recommend that. People should, um, if they want to see a change, be a part of the change. Um, allow your voice to be heard. Um, get involved. I got involved in this um, community partner um, class so um, I definitely recommend the next one's going to be at the Palmdale um, Sheriff's Station. So people should get it, get in there, get involved. 
Did you ha- did you get to wear a sheriff jacket or a vest? No, I actually had a badge, and people um, when we would go to calls, they would ask, "Oh, are you the mental um, evaluator?" I was like, <laughs> "Like, yeah, my name is Diana." Guy. You know, it's like I mean, we can talk about you know what's going on, but can't diagnose you. But it was really interesting. Um, you know, to see, we did do an arson call. Well, you know, you can say, yes, my name is Diana Gotti, C-A-P-P. Okay, right. <laughs> I don't think that that's what they wanted, though. They really needed some other type of help, but. Right. Yeah. What is the community class? Um, it's, at the, it's at the sheriff. Um, it's just, I think it's like a civilian um, partner program. Um, and it's like about six weeks. And it's pretty. It's actually pretty neat. We got to see two type of dogs: homicide and or arson. Um, and then we're gonna go. We're gonna do mental health next week, and we're gonna go to the jail. And I'm gonna get to shoot a gun under pressure. So, and then after that, I get my certificate, and we get to have cake. What's the certificate? Um, I guess it's just acknowledgement of participation with the sheriff's department. Mm-hmm. I call it my cool badge. Your cool badge. Yeah. I mean, it's good to know, especially if you're, you know, in a situation, um, it's good to be on the sheriff's good side. So it's a, no, right. It's a six-week course? Yeah, it's a six-week course. Um, So I'm really interested to see what's um, going on with the mental health. Um, We did, uh, was it a special victims unit two weeks ago? And that was a question I asked the detective. Mm -hmm. I said, out of a lot of the things that you see, I mean, the normal person, you know, would probably break or just freak out or have an anxiety. And I go, how do you turn off? Like, how do you take care of your well-being? And his answer was like, I have a good sense of humor. Like, I'm able to still look at it from, you know, the other end, from a positive or have, you know, just some a good sense of humor. But I'm pretty sure some some things um, they just can't turn off. You know, because there, there's a lot of right. ugly stuff that goes on out there, and it's, it's kind of hard. Well, yeah. Well, one of the officers that I was riding along with said, you know, I try. I want to go home and just not um, think about this. He goes, but it's hard because we have our guns with us, and um, you, we're always on alert. And right. if something happens and we're present, like, we're obligated also to, you know, respond. That Well, I shouldn't say obligated, but it's the right thing to do. Right. But even as uh, citizens, I mean, it is kind of the law, like, you know, if certain things happen, you're supposed to, like, notify the police or whatever. Yeah, well, we actually, um, we had the workshop or the class with the arson, Mm -hmm. and they were talking about fireworks. You know, Fourth of July is around the corner, and um, they were talking about how that's where they see the highest accidents for children, you know, blowing up fingers or their faces um, or cutting up, like, uh, what are the M80s? Yep. You know, and... The cherry bombs. Yep, exactly. And what what I didn't know is that there's a, uh, a certain, I guess, powder that, you know, like heat or certain pressure just sets them off. And yeah. that's why people, you know, end up getting, like, hurt. Mm. And I didn't know that. He goes, I'd rather be, like, in a room full of, like other types of explosives in than that than those fireworks people don't realize that oh yeah i mean that's what that's what any bomb depending on how the bomb was made um 
like that's why you see like even on television you see them being real careful with bombs like holding it carefully like it, it can anything can set it off right really like especially if it's unstable exactly so sorry my my daughter's been having a toothache oh yeah but definitely so grateful for all of the um personnel that works for the LASD like it is not um an easy job like it's definitely not a job that I could do yeah and I'm so grateful for the service that they provide to keep the community safe and oftentimes the deputies that I speak with just by the nature of my work they go into this field because they actually genuinely want to help people and so there is this um, automatic thing, though, that kind of happens when, you know, you're driving and you see, like, a police car. I think a lot of people get anxious. And so it's interesting how they kind of have to go through the world and just all first responders to, um, you know, I know a lot of agencies have things in place to make sure that if they do experience things, they have resources. Yeah. But Especially, like, yeah. you know, the the ones that have families because they see it every day. Right. So I'm pretty sure they're way overprotective, yeah. you know, but I mean, it's natural and you know, natural human reaction because they see more than what we see. Oh yeah. Even though we're protective of our own kids, but yeah. imagine being in law enforcement like that and what they see and they like on a daily basis. Yeah. Like, well, I was supposed to go on a Friday and I switched it for a Monday. Um, and I thought to myself, it should be a little bit more mellow. I was a little bit nervous because I, I mean, it's pretty uh, active, uh, I think, in our community. So I didn't want to get into anything too crazy. Um, But for a Monday, the things that I saw, that was enough for me. And they said that this, you know, that um, it was just quiet or they're like, you know, we're sorry that it, it was a boring ride along. I was like, boring. <laughs> Wait, how many how many hours was you there? Um, I was there from 2.30 to um, midnight. Oh, full eight hours. Oh, yeah. I did a whole shift with oh, them. Oh, I thought it was did, just a couple of hours. You oh, did a no. whole shift. Did I did a get- whole shift. Oh, How wow. many um, people were in the vehicle with you? It was, at first, it was myself and um, another officer. And then we went to a call where he had to um, drive a child down to the children's hospital. Mm-hmm. So I could, um, I then went to, a, you know, with another officer. But he was like, I would take you with me, but it would probably, you know, be a little bit boring and it would take the whole experience away in my mind i was like i kind of wanted to go with him and follow it through to see what happened and the way he did react to the child and made the child feel safe um i just applauded you know Mm because he is also a father and has a family right um and that's where i was saying like how do you just Oh my God, you know, do what you do. And I, I even like gave him a hug and I was like, thank you for doing what you do. Right. Um, I don't That's think right. we say it enough. Um, they are at like 50% um, under staffed and um, retention is really a big thing that they're dealing with. Um, you know, he says some officers come on wanting to do this and then are called, you know, motherfuckers like every other every hour on the hour, you know, for like three days straight. And they're just like, I didn't sign up for this. Right. You know, so. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course. And if you can't answer it, it's fine, because it might be like secret (laughs) or confidential. Um, Did you get any free food? No, I didn't. Oh. No, we Is actually. Is that true that they? No. Like, okay. No, we we did stop to grab, of course, something. Um, 
And I thought it was neat that they were looking for um, family-owned and, um, like, veteran. They support veterans. So I thought mm-hmm. that was kind of cool. We could have gone to, you know, McDonald's, but oh, it was cool. kind of neat that they that they try to do that. But, you know, I, I, I have mad respect for them. Mm-hmm. You know, their job. And, like they say, people might hate us or feel some type of way, but this is still a job, and someone has to do it. Mm-hmm. You yes. know? And they're the ones that sign up and and are, and are out there. And but literally put their life at mm-hmm. risk to make sure that the community is safe. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So That's I good. felt cool. That's good. I, mean, I, I want to do about, I think I have to wait till after I do the cap class. Yeah. I can't be taking two courses. Do I hear that you might want to like go into law enforcement? Oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> I am She's not. like, I'm still a gangster. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Girl, I'm a gotti. You know what I'm mean? saying? <laughs> it's uh, I was telling my husband, I said, we should have named our dog John. Because our last name is Gotti. John Gotti. Gotti, that is dope. You know what I'm saying? That's right? That's yeah, dope. Dope. but you know, big ups to the sheriff department for right. allowing this opportunity to kind of be a bridge for mm-hmm. um for our community. And I know in the CAP program, you guys were talking about relationships. Yeah, and that's that's key, you know, to allowing our community to just kind of get out of. I think we're all like in a still in a languishing state here, right? Mm-hmm. You know, people are kind of up and down and. Acting yeah. well. No, you're right. And we're going to get into that later. Uh, but first, I want to get into why Michelle is here. Hey. Thank you so much for having me. So you have a lot of stuff going on at the Palmdale I Playhouse. I do. Hey. And um, I have um, some exciting news, too. Well, hit us with it. And congratulations. I'm glad you guys um, opened up your Instagram finally. That's mm. what I was going to tell you. Oh, yeah. So since the last time we've been here, you're jumping the gun. Remember yes. we like spoke, we finally got an Instagram. Yeah. Hey. Um it is like slowly, you know, but surely right. coming along. Um but that's very exciting cuz we definitely are going to try to build a social media team yeah. and um bring some of them to the social media workshop that's happening next week um on Tuesday with at Pretty Little Poppy. Oh, okay. with Refi? Yes. 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 And what's up, AV? Yeah. So we're going to bring a couple of the employees that are going to be helping with this oh, project wow. on there. Nice. And so it should be it should be good. But thank you so much because, yeah, we got that. Um, we also, um, last time when I was talking about the our partnership with the Music Center of Los Angeles and the incredible opportunity that we were partnering on for their... Um, the program where they bring artists so that we can offer, or entertainers, so that we can offer programming for free at Mm. no cost um, to the community. They pay the entertainers, but it's at no cost to the city. And that's how we're able to reduce the barrier of having to recover the cost. And so um, we got exciting news that the Playhouse has been approved to do that again next year. Oh, next year. Um, Yes. So, uh, well, not next year, but like our next season Season. starting in um september and then in addition to that we're also going to have five cultural dance groups at kaleidoscope music festival oh that was so much Um, fun and it's all different um culturals los angeles county is so rich with culture and Mm -hmm. arts and so this program is phenomenal and that we're able to have it here in the antelope valley and offer it at no cost to the community so we're really excited about that and one of the last times I was here, I believe I was with Ashley. Yeah. And we were talking 
Um, she had art for Black History Month, mm-hmm. and we also had a show, um, which you all came and supported. Thank yeah. you so much that the Music Center provided. Um, and someone at her art reception, a few people had come over to me and said, you know, I love that you're doing something for Black History Month. We got such good feedback on that, so we're okay. definitely going to do that again and put a call out for maybe, like, more artists so yeah. that, like, more people in the community can also ha- and it'll be more of, like, a collaborative, like, art exhibit. And I also had several people say that they were wondering, are we going to do something for National Hispanic Heritage Month? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we are. September, right? Yes, yeah. yes. So we're adding that. So we definitely love when people give us their feedback, and we will listen and try to include, like, whatever people want. Right. And the Music Center, we're working with them, too. So Mexican Independence Day is on September 16th. Mm-hmm. So we're working to try to put together a show for that. A lot of them are already booked mm-hmm. um, that we were trying to have, but we'll still have um, a show, and it'll be free to everybody. Yeah. Oh, nice. So oh, actually, it's also uh, El Salvador's National or Independence Day as well. Oh, oh it's September nice. 14th or 5th, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, so, so we'll celebrate still. that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, what I really want to get into, I just wanted to share that with you because mm-hmm. it kind of feels full circle because mm-hmm. you both were there to support like the very beginning stages of this um, and came out to her Ashley's art exhibit. And I believe by you all coming out, it really made people um, feel empowered to be able to share what they want to see at the playhouse. Mm-hmm. And I nice. love that. And we. Yeah. Anything people want to share, we want to provide programming for everybody in the community. Beautiful. So I'll tell you about what we have going on at the Playhouse. Then we got a lot of ways to keep people busy in the summer, not just at the Playhouse, the Palmdale Amphitheater, and at all of our parks um, and community centers throughout uh, Palmdale. So tomorrow, the Antelope Valley Children's Choir has an I Love the 80s concert. Oh. It's really fun. I don't want to give away, like, some of the beautiful uh, performances that they're doing, but one literally gave me goosebumps. It's so beautiful. We still do have a few tickets left for that one. Um, This is such a great program because for our classes that take place, um, dance classes, the choir with Antelope Valley Children's Choir and West Coast Classical. As part of their classes, so you can go there, you take a class, Mm -hmm. and you picture most recreation classes. You go, you take a class maybe in a community center somewhere or like a park building, taking your dance class, and then maybe your performance is on like a makeshift stage or on the ground. These youth um, and adults as well, whoever's in the class, but they get to perform in a space that's the Palmdale Playhouse. So it's yeah. really special. Yeah, so that's what this show is, is it's their spring show from those classes. And then um, after that, in June, we have West Coast Classical. Um, they are doing two different things, and we do still have tickets, uh, a few left for these as well. Um, the first one they're doing is Thursday, June 1st. It's... Um, a little night of music. Oh, how fun. And then on June 2nd. Is it, that's all classical? Was that? Yeah, yes. West Coast Classical it's is. Strings. Oh, strings. Okay. It's strings. Um, this particular one is their pop, jazz, and classic music. Ooh. But um, if you go to your, our Instagram for May the 4th Be With You, e. we posted their tribute to John Williams, the music that oh, they played. Oh, yeah, that was so It dope. was, like, amazing because they had, the if you check it out, yeah, they had the Lifesavers come up, but they had 
so many musicians on the stage of all different kinds of instruments that oh, were that so dope. being played. Yeah. Extremely talented. Yeah. West Coast Classical nonprofit organization does phenomenal things for the community because if anyone wants to take a class, even if they don't have the resources to take the class, West mm-hmm. Coast Classical has uh, sponsorships. And, yeah, they, um, sorry, scholarships. And so they make sure that people can learn music, which is such a powerful thing and oh, such yeah. a good uh, tool. So, so this is, yeah. this is a, this is a big, uh, not band, but orchestra. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. See when they're, it was like lit up. And yeah. then within there, they also will have like, so like the Thursday is like the smaller, like jazz mm. group and they are all incredibly talented musicians. Then the sounds too beautiful. They're actually partnering with the choir, um, the Sunday night um, singers. Yes, thank you. The Sunday night singers. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Are you familiar with that? No, I'm reading it. Yeah, oh, the hilarious. Sunday night singers. Thank you. <laughs> Sunday night singers, and um, so they'll have the singers with the orchestra. Mm. We have something that is like we're in the works of trying to plan for National Silent Film Day, where. Both of these groups will be able to partner with someone that is an original composer and filmmaker that's going to bring their silent film. But that's not fully planned yet. But that is in the works. so dope. Yeah. yeah. So those um, their other concerts are June 2nd and June 3rd. Um, and then there's so much going on in our yes. community, guys. Let's yes. get involved. Then we have um, our summer theater camps. So um the ages 9 to 11 is already full, but we do still have some spaces left for ages 12 to 18, or if someone is just in high school and 19, then that's okay. Um, they just have to be in high school or just have finished high school. Um, and so they will be doing different shows as well cool. that are also open to the public. But for anybody that's interested in taking the summer camps, dance classes, if you go to playpalmdale.com, we have a listing of so many activities that are offered to keep people busy throughout the summer. Dry Town will be opening up, Dry Town Water Park. That's a lot of Mm -hmm. fun. Yeah, and then we have, and they're doing glow nights. They have a bunch of other fun We did that last year. How was was it? It was a lot of fun. The only thing is, I think for whatever reason, that day got a little bit cold at night, but it was so dope. I really, yeah, it was kind of neat how the inner two were kind of glowing. But I did highlight that it's in our community. We didn't have to get a lot of traffic, travel very far. And, um, I mean, even the kids' friends were able to join. So. Kids oh. don't care if it's cold. Yeah. No, they didn't care. Yeah, the kids don't care. Oh, hell no. I mean, I did. But, I mean, for me. But it was still a lot of fun. Right. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear it. But we have swimming lessons. We have classes, camps. Um, and people can apply for a scholarship, um, mm. for a youth scholarship. So if there is anyone that's looking at taking something, yeah. um, I definitely encourage them to apply for the scholarship. And mm. that can all be found at, um, the classes can be found at playpalmdale.com. Playpalmdale.com. Yep. And then the other um, information for the scholarship can be found on the City of Palmdale yeah. Parks and Recreation page. Um, so it's cityofpalmdale.org, and you can probably, the easiest way is to just search Parks and Recreation. Okay. The other thing that they're doing is um, the department, for the first time, um, 
is doing something where they are trying to get community feedback. Um, they are doing a, let me pull up the website real quick. Um, well, I pull that up. But they are looking for as much engagement as possible for people to offer how they want to see uh, their Parks and Rec go for the future. So it's like a... Didn't you guys just have event. a um, Parks and Rec uh, community engagement meeting? Yes, we had the yeah. meeting. On were April 15th, there? yeah. Yeah, were you there? No, I missed it. Oh. No, they're wanting, are they, they're in the works of building a recreational center, right? Um, or two of them, my understanding. I think they're supposed to, I know that la, or a few years ago they were taking surveys um, to see what people wanted mm-hmm. or, you know, um, to gather some information, but I never heard back. Um, I am not aware of any current projects on a current um, community center being built or, like, ground being mm-hmm. broken. I definitely am aware of, like, surveys that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not to say that it's not going to happen. It's just I know it's not in, like, um, a building phase. So the, right. um, where people can go to share what they want. So it's the Parks and Recreation Master Plan. And so if you go to cityofpalmdale.org and then – it has the Parks and Recreation Master Plan. And at the bottom, it has a place where you can go and click on a link. And there's mm-hmm. a map. So you can click on every single area in, like, Palmdale that has a park, which we have so, so many, many parks. And you can click on it and add your feedback um, in terms of anything that you would like to see. And they um, hired a consultant to do it. So definitely looking for as much feedback from the community as possible, right. as much as possible for that. Now I'm going to move on to... What we have going on at the amphitheater this hey, summer. That is so hey, much hey. fun. Yes, and yeah. it's such a great venue. Um, it's such a great place to come and just have a good time with your friends and family. New this year, we're adding um, cabanas as an option for the concert. Oh, wow. So you could actually get like a private cabana, yeah. um, and there'll be like Ready 10 chairs in there, have some water, have kind of like your own space, and we've change the structure a little bit so actually before you move on i do want to um just say thank you or i should say thank you to the uh city of palmdale i was one of the winners for the cinderella um a play that you guys had over the oh, palmdale congratulations. playhouse thank you and it was so much fun um for a minute i forgot that i was watching live theater it was that good hmm. um so i definitely want to just throw that out there um if you've never seen live theater it's something that you definitely have to experience and they did so well my god i was very impressed i was really really impressed and i was thankful that i was able to experience that so thank you so much i love that feedback and i'm sure the casting crew will love hearing that as well um we partner with the palmdale repertory theater And we do a collaboration once a year. Um, And so that was the first time of this coming back since 2019. Or they did something in 2020, but it had to, like, quickly. It wasn't the, it wasn't, um, yeah, they weren't able to see the full performances through. So very exciting, incredibly gracious, talented cast, and such a good experience for sure. Yeah, Yeah, I like the little twist that they had for Cinderella. What did you think about the costume changes? I loved how they they pulled like a string and then the dress changed. I was like in all awe. I thought that was so dope. 
So who did you bring with you? Um, my husband Brian. Did he like it? Yeah. Oh no, we were both like little kids, so <laughs> I enjoyed oh, it. I love yeah. that. I missed it. Thank you. I love hearing that. Thank you yeah, so much for sharing you. that. Mm-hmm. So the amphitheater, um, we have right now. There's tickets available for the fireworks celebration, which mm-hmm. takes place on Saturday, July first. Um, so. That one is definitely expected to sell out, mm. um, and there's going to be a cover band, the Platinum Groove, and then there'll be fireworks. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then for our concert, Ooh, July 8th, we have Brian McKnight. Wow. And then August 5th, we have Collective Soul. And then August 19th, we have Gary Allen. Okay. Then we have Family Movie Nights. These are a lot of fun, for, yeah, yeah. especially for um, families. It's a great experience. Or if you have people that are visiting you from out of town that have kids, it's a nice way to just go enjoy a Friday night. And outdoor movies are such a unique mm-hmm. experience. It's definitely very different than, you know, watching yeah. Netflix and chill or right. something. You know, it's a, it's a nice community experience. We'll have plenty of ways to keep um, people busy while they are waiting yeah. for the movie to start. So we have... July 7th, Turning Red, July 21st, Puss in Boots, August 4th, Sing 2, and August 18th, uh, Super Pets. So that's what we have going on at the amphitheater. And the last thing um, for the amphitheater. Are pets welcome for the movie nights, you know? At the amphitheater, there's no pets. No. Uh, however, okay. if it's a service animal, then the yeah. service animal is allowed, yeah. yeah. Um, so for... The other thing is we are still looking for some artists for our Kaleidoscope Music Festival, extended the applications for that a little bit. And there's also um, a poetry uh, contest that's ending in May as part of the public art program. I love it, dude. There's so so much much, happening. And I could go on and on, but I just, what what I really like want people to know is that there's plenty of ways to like stay busy you can check the websites. You can call us, um, palmdaleplayhouse.com, palmdaleamphitheater.com, playpalmdale.com, and Palmdale Parks and Recreation. But yeah. really want people to feel um, that we want to hear what people want in their right. community, mm-hmm. and we hear that. And when we hear that, then we're able to like make our selections based on what people want. Right. Yeah. Well, thank and I you think for it's that. important. Thank you for sharing on it. Yeah. Do you think you'll come to any of them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, we were already looking at the movies. We we enjoy that. Um, When we were in Los Angeles, we used to do a lot of uh, Park After Dark, and that was one of the highlights. Every Saturday night, they had the movies. Um, So all the kids would look forward to it, bringing our chairs. um, We would have popcorn or snack. You can bring your dinner Mm -hmm. and enjoy that with the family. So, And there's also a concert series that takes place in the park. It's Mm -hmm. a little bit like... Um, smaller than the concerts that we have at the Palmdale Amphitheater, but um, those are also um, free. So those are a great thing for people to Mm -hmm. do with their families. I like concerts in a park. Yeah, Yeah. I love those. Yeah. Again, like, especially when it's a a cool, like where kind of the Antelope Valley, it does, even though it gets really, really hot, Mm -hmm. it kind of cools down. In in the evening time it does. Yeah. 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 That's why I tell parents, I go, um, the only way to get involved is checking things out, um, be in the know, talk to people, you know, look up the um, Palmdale uh, webpage. Um, but there are opportunities. Um, plan ahead. Yes. Plan ahead. So these kids are, are not just moping around the house. 
you yeah, know, I'm we bored. have plenty of ways to keep people <laughs> engaged. And um, what's really great about, like, say, for example, the theater camp, most of the people that participate in the theater camp, they all say it's such a great experience. They make new friends. And oftentimes these friendships last a lifetime. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they, they, you really make, like, strong connections with people yeah. and then help develop, like, a strong sense of confidence so we have people that have went through the program that are now medical doctors in the community that say that going through that theater camp really helped them build up their confidence to Mm. be able to speak in front of people to feel comfortable connecting with people there's a lot of games that we do like in theater that really you know part of theater and acting and performing is listening because when you're doing live theater you have to know what people are doing so if they miss a line yeah, then you, you know that you have to you have to improvise yeah, yeah. and you have to be have to pivot yes exactly mm. pivot i love that yeah. word i know i got it from diana i, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel that like word i heard that word today. today yeah pivot. <laughs> and then we also always have the palmdale magazine um it was coming out three times a year but now it comes out four times a year so. oh Ooh, nice. we were in that one i think Ooh. yeah the, the og cap the OG cat program. Oh. oh, that and the green studio. How cool! That's on the cover of it. And you two got to go there too. I've yeah, never been there. it was Wait, really oh. neat experience. The green screen, yeah. remember? Oh, 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 yeah. I gave out a, a certificate to the <laughs> to the mayor and to the council. Oh, although you didn't. What did you say? You didn't know that they were going to be here. I didn't know they was going to be here. I, was, I thought I was. Uh, presenting a certificate to... I don't even know who I thought was presenting oh, yeah. a certificate. That's a big focus for the city of Palmdale right now, too. Oh, yeah, Not the fentanyl the event, awareness. The awareness. Yeah. yeah, well, again, going back to that child, it was at the skate park, and um, some of the friends said that they didn't know what he... What, I, that he was kind of running around screaming. He might have taken something that they don't know what he took, and then he was consuming alcohol. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's that's something that was brought up. Um, you know, it's that fentanyl. These oh, kids yeah. don't know. Um, you know, like they're getting they're getting something from someone else, you know, just to get a quick deal or get something cheap. But I mean, I don't know, from all the movies that I've seen, you gotta know your plug. You gotta yeah. know where you're getting your stuff from. And some of these kids are just Consuming well, to consume. No, and a lot of these kids are just not educated. Right. Like, I was actually watching a TV show, my fact, last night, and um, Queen Latifah, she was on the show, and she was explaining to her, you know, uh, TV uh, child that just uh, two grains of salt of fentanyl can actually be fatal. But they make these um, pills look like candy. Oh, and yeah. And they're so attractive to kids, and kids are just not educated on what, you know, what's in them, what they what right. can do to you. Right. You know, and that's how we're losing our kids. Yep. I mean, I had to have that conversation with my kids the following morning. I said, you know, you don't know what you're getting. Neither does your yeah, friend. Exactly. Um, you know, they think that they're getting a good deal. But and you know, and you know what? The, the, the worst part about it is even the, well, I'm not going to say the worst, but the people that's making these drugs, they don't even know they don't. No, they don't. So every, every batch, every little pill is so different it's not like they're all the same everybody wants to be the kingpin yeah. you know 
and it's yeah. it's killing these kids or hurting them. So knowing about all of these community um, activities, about the camps, programs, um, you know, let's let's try our best to get involved. The city mm-hmm. is investing. Um, we know that this is a commuters um, valley, but. The city's willing to, you know, have this space for us. Right. Um, you know, let's 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 get out there. And I just covered like a small portion of the things that yeah. the city has to offer. So right. I know that it is really important to the city of Palmdale mm-hmm. that they have ways to like keep people busy. And in the Parks and Rec department, definitely strive to make sure that we provide like quality programs and opportunities for the community to come out, enjoy like the quality of life that can exist when you get to connect with your community, enjoy the parks, um, even just going to the park to play on one of the playgrounds or walk around. We have so many beautiful spaces where you can really get out and enjoy um, what the city has to offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. yeah. Now, shout out to Palmdale. Uh, Palmdale does so much, and that's why I like the city of Palmdale. Yeah. They do so much for the community. Like, they are really putting in that effort. Like, they're showing up. You know how we always yeah. talk about people showing up, putting in the work? They really do. Yeah. I'm excited about yeah. that. I, I love mean, hearing that. No, they do. I mean, that's why I, a lot of things I do is with the city of Pondell. You know? So, I was yeah. going to say unfortunate, but. Well, Lancaster's nah, coming around. Nah, they're going to make I, the, You know what? They're yeah. going to make their pivot. Hold on. And I'm going I'm I'm to be, be completely honest. I don't know anybody from the city of Lancaster. Even though I live in Lancaster and the studio yeah. is in Lancaster, I honestly don't know any city officials. I don't know anybody from the sheriff's department. Everybody I know from the sheriff's department is all Palmdale city council members. Like I know people on the city council members um, board or whatever. I mean, everybody I know is from Palmdale. I don't know anybody from Lancaster. So if anybody from Lancaster want to reach out to me, I would love to work with Lancaster. I just don't know anybody. Yeah, we actually, um, the Palmdale Playhouse supported, so you know the Moa um, Cedar right Mm -hmm. here, they were having the high school um, art exhibit, so Palmdale um, Playhouse actually sponsored three awards too, and so I got to go and look at the art, and um, Legacy Commons um, also helped with that, so it was really nice to collaborate with that, Mm -hmm. and I know um, that they are also working on like different public art things, and looking at like some collaboration too like there doesn't have to be we're not rivals no right no no it's not not no it's not and and i mean i i I try to always look at it just the antelope valley Mm -hmm. we all one big community which encompasses which cities acton yeah uh lancaster palmdale um i think is lake la unincorporated I don't know. I don't know. I think it's part of LA County. Um, I think they are. I mean, we're county. all part of LA County, yeah. but right. um, there are LA areas County. that yeah. are like um, yeah. not part of the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or one of the cities. Um, yeah, because yeah, I know um, LA County does post a lot of things in Lake LA mm-hmm. and Little Rock. Um, their parks are always on an option. Like county parks. Exactly, right. yeah. for their events and stuff like that. I know that oh, they do. Oh, yeah, because when I, I, I did a, a show. Um, for parks after dark for LA, yeah, that's and, so dope. And I love LA that. County, and one of my shows was in Lake LA. And it's interesting that LA County is so massive, right? It goes from Lancaster to Long Beach. Well, yeah, no, LA County mm-hmm. is. Um, we are LA County. No, yeah. no, I know, but what I'm saying, it goes. Um, what's the farthest out? Um, Rosemont. Is it Rosemont? 
Yeah, because then after that's uh, yeah. Kern County. Yeah, after Rosemont, then it's Kern County. Or if they're not Kern County. Yeah, so it's Long Beach to Rosemont. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I forgot what street that is. What is it? I think it's Rosemont Boulevard. <laughs> Anyways, moving along. Yes, yeah. Let's yeah. talk about some cats. See, look, we're oh. on there, on the magazine. You didn't oh, know? I saw that. Yeah. Hey. Did you have a partner in there, like a a group member that was like your? No, not really. Well, yeah, but then she kind of um, went through like a situation, and then she didn't full. Um, she didn't finish um the program i i will say that i made it my business to sit next to someone new every time so i kind of got to know a lot of people um in our in our program um that's what we're doing now we're sitting next to new people we supposed to switch seats like yeah i did that myself yeah, because I noticed that everyone would come back to the same spot, yeah. the same table. It's being comfortable. Yeah, you know, uh, we still have a couple of people that just they just sit next to each other because they're friends or not. Yeah, I think that's fine. Although we had a bigger space um, when we did it, where you guys are. I like. Um, I don't know if he did this in the first cohort, uh, but how when we when he splits us up in a group, he starts numbering people. So it's not like go break off. And oh group yeah, and I you think so. Yeah. Group. Like yeah. I like how he's numbering people. Then he said, okay, everyone, all ones yeah. go over here, all twos go over here. That way you are part of a group, different group every time. Yeah. No, Lois, he, you know, he knows, the man Lois. knows what he's doing. Yeah, Lois. I've been super impressed with I that. I like calling him Lois. Lois. Facilitation. That's a girl's name, right? Lois Lane? No, Lois, Lois Lane. Clark? No, it ain't Lois Clark, it's Lois Lane. Oh, my bad. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> so are you... <laughs> Do you comfortably just go sit next to people you don't know? Oh, yeah. And then you don't get, like, any, like, anxiety? No. Like, I love talking to complete strangers. I could talk to anyone about anything. I'll look at their, you know, look at them. Something will tell me something about them, you know. Mm -hmm. May it be, like, a Dodger hat or a lake or whatever. Or if I know the designer they're wearing, the color of their shoes. Um, That's kind of what I do. I never feel actually uncomfortable talking. No, you don't. You're very to, open. How do you I, feel, I Mike, yeah. when you go sit next to new people? I love it. I love talking to people. Yeah. I love learning from people. I love hearing people's stories. So yeah, me too. All. I actually yeah. sat next to a sheriff that was in our program um, because I wanted to know what he was about. I was like, well, if he's in here, you know, like, what is he all about? And he's part of our sheriff department. Turns out he was one of the most down-to-earth people I've probably ever chatted with. We had a good time. So yeah. so this, this month, um, so we started our uh, relationship topic. Oh, yeah. I pillars. talked about one of the pillars. Yeah, it's one of the pillars. One of the pillars um, of the PERMA method. And the two, the two topics that, um, that are really resonate with me over the last couple of days is, um, and you talk about this a lot, psychological um, safety mm. and loneliness. Those were the two things that um, really stood out to me. Um, and today, I think, um, and I kind of shared this at the end, like, so today, you know, at the end, we all got in a little circle. And uh, even in my little group, I kind of shared this. I think today was the first time that I realized, that well, I'm not going to realize, but that I opened up about, me um, not knowing how to love myself. Mm. 
because I've always put mm-hmm. everybody in front of me. Yeah. But these little um, activities that we were doing in the classes made me realize that, you know, it is okay. Like, I need to learn how to love myself, even though it's a big struggle for me. Yeah. Because I never learned it, and I don't understand it, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see everybody else talking about how they love themselves and all this. And, you know, people always talk about it, but it's like I still don't get it because um, I've never done that my entire life. Like I've always put everybody else first. How'd you feel today? Mm-hmm. Honestly, when I left when I left the class today, as I was driving over here, mm-hmm. I felt amazing. Yeah, I, it felt good to just even talk about it. Yeah, I felt great, and, and you know, um, I have a, a lot of friends in the class, um, and they all came up to me or you know sent me text messages afterwards. And I just, just felt great, like the support. I love the support of the class because yeah. it it makes you, and that's why I love the activities that we're doing too. It makes you feel comfortable to open up and talk and I yeah. you know obviously that's what the class is, is designed for and, it, and it's working because it, it's, it's making me like really tell my truth right now yeah what intentions did you set for those like two questions about how you're gonna take care of yourself how I'm going to I have to look at it Hold on. not how you're going to but like um and are there any way like what kinds of things have you done to like love yourself to self-care so something you appreciate about yourself oh um but oh the one thing um that my answer to that question was um i love to learn that's what i appreciate about myself is that i actually do love to learn i know that um, life's a journey and I'm, i'm a student of life period and i used to say this when i was a kid like i'm definitely a student of life like i love to yeah. learn so mm-hmm. i'm appreciating that that I'm, I'm i'm giving myself that space and grace to learn and to be better yeah and then the other one was something you can offer yourself offer myself mm. yeah i didn't answer that question oh i don't have an answer yet yeah. something i can offer myself because see i never think about me so yeah. I, I honestly i don't i don't have an answers for that right? i know you know i had to i i struggle with that mm-hmm. And I think um, I have to start giving myself more credit. I I really, um, we had this conversation yesterday. Um, my husband kind of pointed out, he goes, you know, when you introduce yourself, um, you really don't know how to answer that question of what it is that you do. Mm-hmm. He goes, you'll try to downplay it. I'm you'll, the same way. When people come up to me, like, yeah. what, do you, what do you do for a living? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to answer it either. And he goes, you should tell them that you are a life coach. He goes, because that's really what you are and what you do. Right. And I don't see it that way because I don't give myself enough props. Um, but I did have like an aha moment on Saturday. Like, honestly, after leaving the game, I like laugh because I told myself, you know, a lot of the things that I've experienced in life um, or that things that I've done you know, people will never be able to relate to, you know, like we really do have a lot of opportunities. I really do a lot of things that I really feel passionate about that I really want or unique experiences. Um, but I don't give myself enough props, but do you think that's from us being givers? I think it is because I think to myself, like, ah, I'm just, I'm basic, right? I'm just, I'm just me. I'm just a normal person, but other people see me like, I guess my courage is bravery. You know, um, it's, 
I don't know. I'm just, I'm willing to open up to it. I got a, um, a text message from, I won't say the, her name. Um, and she goes, you know, like I, I love how you're so kind, you know, and just know that I think of you and, um, you know, I'm thankful to have you in my life. And I was just like, that really like made my day because mm. I used to think that I just, I'm gliding through life. Right. You know, I just exist. People don't really see me. I'm I'm the same you know way. I mean? So you know, I get I get kind of um, I don't know if the word is embarrassed or I get re- I shy up real fast, and and this happened today and yesterday because uh, you know today was our second onsite. Like a few people in our class came up to me and said, "Hey, you know, I love your show," and it's like I shy up when people say that. I don't know, because I, I feel the same way. Like, they, they say, I love what you're doing, like, what you guys are doing over there. And I feel like I'm just doing my part. Like, it's nothing like this. I feel like this is something every human should be doing, Yeah. right? Just being positive and, you know, helping the community. So I just feel like I'm just doing what I'm supposed to be doing, yeah. right? But everybody else, they look at, they're looking at it differently. Yeah. That sounds like the word that comes to my mind when I hear that is humble. And then I also have a few other thoughts about what you all shared. So... Like, when it comes to, like, what do you do, that question, mm-hmm. um, I'll share something personal, mm-hmm. if that's okay. My no. brother um, my brother is an attorney, um, and he was on the East Coast. That's where he did law school, so he was practicing in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. And then um, in 2017, decided he was going to, like, start his own firm so that he could travel and then do things, like, remotely. Well, now here we are, and he lives in Barcelona, Spain, and hasn't been back really to the U.S. except to visit like a couple times. And one of the things he told me, um, one of the last times he visited me, is what he loves about like Spain and European culture is that <clears throat> when you meet people, you connect in different ways, mm-hmm. and people don't even ask him what he does for a living until uh, he is like has met with him like five times. Right. Like that doesn't even come up. They're focusing yeah. on your life. Like right. what he says, how he describes it, and you'll hear a lot of people say this, is like in the U.S., people live to work. Mm. And in Europe, a lot of people work to live. There's mm. a lot, and you know, there's pros and cons of everything, right? Like mm. capitalists, um, there are like to that um so i'm not saying that like one is better than no the other. not at all but it made me think about you know if you're humble you're allowing so much space for other people right and there's um i don't know if you all have ever heard of someone named Kristen neff but she's someone that does a lot of work in the area of self-compassion mm-hmm. which says like one of the main things is like in order to really be truly compassionate towards other people and you really have to start with yourself Mm. um, and just has like a lot of different practices that you can do, but it's really difficult for people who are more of like the givers and people that go out of their way to help people. And I Mm. also feel like uncomfortable too. Like when I was like pursuing acting and I had an agent, they would always tell me like, you're really good at the part when you have to like perform or when you get your sides and stuff. But when they ask you about yourself, you're too humble. Try not to be so humble. But you know what? I, I, I part of part of the reason why I'm like that is because in early earlier on in my entertainment days, um, 
I learned this from a lot of my celebrity friends, right? Like uh, back in the day, and I don't know if they do, do this because I don't hang around the circle no more, but they used to always say, oh, so-and-so's asshole, so-and-so's asshole. Like if you go to a celebrity, right, and you try to talk to them, right, like they're always standoffish, right? People always say that about any celebrity. But that's because people go up to celebrities and it's always like, Oh, I love your work. It's all about them and their celebrity. It's never about them as a person, right? So by me used to hanging around celebrities, I picked up on that. So when I went out to network, I never um, would just go up to somebody, hey, what do you do? Like, I knew they was in the industry, right? But it was always trying to get to know them. Like, I, I approached them from a personal level and just got to know them. And then over time, like how you said, maybe the fifth or sixth time as we're talking, it's like, oh, by the way, what are you doing in the industry? Or it, it just come up in a general conversation. But it never started off like, oh, here's my business. I'm a blah, blah, blah. Here's my business card. Which or, is so you, rare for LA, right? right? Like, it is. It's, what do you do in but the that's industry? Why, but that's why so many people say, oh, he's stuck up or they so standoff. Yeah. It's like, because it's your approach. Get yeah. to know them on a human level first, and then it, it's going to happen. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, I mean, and then, then when you think about, like, if somebody, if their product right. is themselves, and they're trying to, like, you know, just do that the best way that they can, it's. Mm-hmm. I think that in the entertainment industry, it's definitely something that is, like, very challenging because some of the things you learn is that you do have to like be on or present yourself in a certain way. Right. Um, and I get it. I I get it. If that's your brand, like if you, I mean, what everybody is their brand nowadays, but I I get it. Like, like a Cardi B, like that's, that's her brand, right? She's going to be who she is. Right. Um, it's a trip when I remember when she first started in loving hip hop, uh, she was like one of my favorite, just because <laughs> she was real. What is she that? Was right. Love and hip hop. It was. I, it's like a, like a reality show. It's a, oh. It was a reality yeah. show, and I think it originated in Atlanta, right? Atlanta, yeah, yeah. Atlanta did it. So, first. and I, I don't know. I, I just love you know people's stories, and you know I was so hooked to it. And then when they introduced her, um, she was with Stevie J. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! It was just a trip, uh, but that's her truth, and yeah. that's one thing I will. Didn't you know. she just do community service too, like in Maybe. New York or something? But I love when um, people are able to be open about their own struggles yeah. in places where they are celebrities because they yeah. have such a large like following, and so right. I think I see a lot more people doing yeah. things like that. No, and it's good because it's showing that they are human. And it's such, I mean, it's such a, like, cutthroat business, right? That can be, like, so tough um, on so many people. And so just, you know, I think obviously that happens in all different fields. But it's, like, you know, some of the things that people get told could, like, really crush you. And, yeah. You know, and and that's why, and and that's why if you look back in, like, when Prince um, died, when Whitney Houston died, Old Dodie Bastard when he died, Aww. DMX. When all these people died, especially like, I'm going to just name three, Michael Jackson, Prince, and Whitney Houston. When they all died, people couldn't understand it, right? But it's like, if you understand the level of success that they had to keep, like to stay up there at the top like that, that's a lot. That's a lot of pressure. And if you're not in the business, there's no way you can understand it. But just being a regular person in entertainment, it's a lot of pressure. But if you think like people like them that are iconics, icons, like yeah. to stay up there, that's a lot of pressure. So it's like, yeah, they they was on pills. Yeah, but and they went through a lot of trauma. Yeah. 
can you imagine though leaving your house right you want to go somewhere with your family you want to go to Disneyland you want to go to the beach and as soon as you walk out the door and go to your car there's just like tons of cameras around yeah. pa, 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 taking pictures of like you like you don't really have privacy so no, like don't. that part to me seems like really like overwhelming like it, it can be yeah. no matter what you do yeah there's a camera in your face yeah you can't just be yourself and take a breath or it's like, like oh my goodness like the person like the whatever the picture is like oh they they looked you know too like they might have gained a little weight then they lose a little weight mm. oh my goodness they look too skinny yeah now, like, nowadays it's all about uh catfishing yeah. Is that what it's called, catfishing? Because is it called catfishing or no? It's not not catfishing. Catfishing not is catfishing. when they're trying to the, date uh, someone. When, right, not catfishing. It's the other word um, when they're trying to uh, grab your attention for a story. Uh, shit, I forgot the name of it. You know, so when you put a fake story of somebody, like you grab a picture and you, you put your own like label hey. on it. I don't know oh. what it is. Oh. I forgot. It's a, it's a it's a name for it uh, that you people lost do. Me there. It's a name for it. Okay. You ever clicked on an article, you be like, and then you open it up, and it's like that's not what the article is oh, about. Oh, ad fit or uh, ad bait or something. Yeah, like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, clickbait. Clickbait. There clickbait. you go. Yeah, yeah clickbait. So it's always clickbaiting yeah. with celebrities nowadays. You catch them doing something, and they add their own little caption to it, and it's like, dude, that's the one I wouldn't even do it. Or like a tragedy, right? Like yeah. remember Kobe um, yeah. and everything that happened. Like and good for them for like you know for his family for like you know standing up for like what's right. Like we shouldn't like it's interesting that people wanted to like take photos of that. Yeah, the yeah. body, yeah, no, for sure. So anyway, let's go back to the questions you had. Okay, what, what was your answers? Um, well. I want to hear Diana's too, and then I want to know well, you're, if you've you're, thought about this something you can offer yourself. I feel like Michelle is interviewing us right now. I know. <laughs> well, I answered. You. I wanted to audition for the show, but I didn't actually like. I was too shy to ask. <laughs> well, you might. I'm like, I'm gonna be going on a quick little vacay next month, so you can probably sit in for me. I love yeah. asking questions and like hearing what other people have to yeah. say. No, but I think that's a part of our curiosity. You really never stop learning, and I do say this a lot. Everyone's a book. You know, unless you're willing to start the conversation, you're going to, you know, open it and start reading the pages because everyone has a story to tell. Everyone is so yeah, unique. Absolutely. What I did over the weekend is completely different from what you did. You know, How but do if, you know? Well, I'm you know kidding. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you already know. We get into some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm at home all day, right, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> do you, did Mike do the same thing as you? As no, he didn't actually. When on Saturday I was at Dodger Stadium. Sunday oh, I was in Huntington. I wasn't Beach. invited. Oh, nice. Yeah, I did tell you. I even announced it. Hold on, telling game. someone and inviting them. I told you things. you should go to the. I go. You don't, you don't want to go to the Dodger game? <laughs> I've been wanting to go. Everyone. Like, oh, matter of fact, I, I've been. I've been. I've been promising Marcia is going to take her to the game. You know what? And actually, was that before, Mother's Day weekend, right? That, yeah, that was oh. Saturday because of the foundation. <laughs> you know what was so dope about that? And I will give him like a big shout out is he took care of all of those kids and families. Who? Um, God, Devonta. No, no his I, name is um, the guy in our, in our program. Why am I blinking out? Cedric. Cedric, yes. Big up for, to Cedric. You know, like, he had a lot of kids, and some of the kids were um, 
or were notified of the event through the schools. Um, and when the families would come or the parents, he would ask the parents, like, would you like to join us? And some of them were like, oh, man, I really wish I would have known. Um, some parents did come. Um, it allowed us as a family to attend this. And they paid for every – we went on a charter bus. They paid for our tickets. They paid for our meals. Um, they, they bought all the kits, you know, Dodger dogs, fries, drinks. And it was a good time. I wasn't about it. You know, sorry. And, and my, and my uh, daughter's uh, friend's mom was like, how do you find out about this stuff? I, I know. Was like, people tell I me. I don't know what he does. I see it. It's, an, it's a nonprofit organization. They help the youth kind of just um, stay involved. Um, they did have, like, young um, youth kind of, like, guiding us. And I did chuckle, and I told my husband, I said, do you know that we were following like a a fourteen year old kid all around Dodgers? Were you State. the chaperone? He was our chaperone. He was our our group leader. And then we were asking him like, "Hey, do we go here and all that?" But he was very professional, very respectful. Even on the way there, they were giving us bags of snacks and chips. I told my I'm husband, "I need like, Cedric Dang. to uh, sponsor this show." Well, Cedric actually, yeah. um, I remember, I believe it was the first or second in person, and he said something along the lines, and he gave me his card, so I do have it, but I'd have to grab it out of my mm. purse, but he said that if anybody needed mental health services, yeah. they do, he is able to help provide that for people. No, he had, um, I think he said he had 12 vouchers left for, if you want to go to a therapy session. You know, I did see that they're going to have a resource fair coming up. Um, so I think he is like that bridge for the community and all of these programs. So I think that that's, that's kind of dope um, that now he's able to give, you know, connect those people with the, the help that they might need. Um, but I thought it was really neat that he allowed families um, to join um, cool. and participate. I wish I would have known about it. I would have went. And you did know. I told you. May being mental health month. Is that why they did it? Yeah, and we went like, for okay. the mental well, health. Um, okay. Yeah, for you know what we we did a Dodger game together for the city of Calabasas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used we to did city of Calabasas yeah. when I worked there. They always used to have Dodger nights. And yeah, so I would always bring right. you all. Yeah, we mm-hmm. we did do Dodger Before games. So. I was so I'm still waiting time. for your answers. My answers, yes. but okay. Can we hear? Diana's, and can we also hear if you've thought about something you can offer yourself? Because yeah. I, I want no, that I, for you. I, no, but I told you I couldn't. I don't know how to answer that right now. Oh, you have to think about it. And I answered. Oh, yeah. I said I got to give myself more credit and more grace. Like I don't even honestly, that question doesn't even make sense to me. Something, There's something. No, um, I think you he, know what it is. It's um, in relation to. Um, what do I offer myself? I think you got to offer yourself more compliments and credit because like you were saying, you don't do that for yourself. You're just like, eh, it, this is something that I do. This isn't something that you just do. Not normal people don't do this. You know what I mean? Like we know a lot of people that. You're saying I'm not normal? No, it's not that we're not normal. <laughs> it's that we, you know, like we have something going on and we like, got to give ourselves credit. I, 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 I don't. I honestly I mean, I would have to really sit down and think about that. And I know it should be an easy question, but I don't think, well, what should I do for myself? Like, I don't. But that's already a red flag, right? And that's I don't a red even flag? Know. Yeah. <laughs> that you're not able to see that in yourself. Well, I that's think that, yeah. Oh, shit. Thanks. 
I think I mean, it is a bad thing because we should all be able to see something good in ourselves. Well, no, I know I can see good things in yeah, myself. Yeah, because you I'm, even said that you're, what you appreciate about yourself is your... Yeah, because I'm, I'm a learner. I love, I love helping the community. I love helping people. I'm, I'm very um, patient with people. Um, I'm very... Um, we talked about that last week. Compassionate and I have empathy for people. What? <laughs> Are you looking at me like that? What are you talking about? Patience. With, oh, patience. You're only oh, patience no, yeah. when you have when control. I, when I have. <laughs> but do you? And I had oh my to. God. Like, I had to look at Cedric and shut up because he was so patient with that lady. And you know what? I'm, I'm, and I wasn't. I've been. Te- I, my patience is being tested this week. Oh. I won't talk about what it is. Uh-oh. But no, and you're right. You so, don't want to talk about it. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> crickets. No, I don't want to talk about that. I just you remember. Not me. I don't think. It's no, me. not with you. No, no, no. Somebody else. Um, I mean, but it's 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 a it's a good thing because actually it goes back to what you were saying because I can't control the situation, so <laughs> she's forcing me <laughs> that I have patience with it, and it's eating me up. Yeah, because I want to control it. But you can't. I can't. Yeah, That's no, true like, patience. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm pretty patient up until the point that I don't want to be. Right. You know. Then I'm like, no, fuck you. So it's a choice. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, it's a choice. All um, around, I ask myself, do I want to really argue with him right now, or argue with my kids, or do I just want to like make amends and just you know help out. On. Yeah. Do you but, remember yeah. the piece about that was discussed in the class, and you probably heard something similar, but about what happens um, in terms of like generating, like between um, that they're generative, generate, you know, yeah, energies um, with relationships, but that the person who listens um, may not like remember much, but the person that walks away. Do you know, I'm like paraphrasing here, so I could be like not saying it properly, but um, basically that the person that was able to be like the listener, it's not as great as an impact for them as the person that um, was talking. So you've probably like helped so many people just by listening. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 100%. I, I, I am a great listener, and like how Lewis was saying today, most people, and, and to be honest with you, most people just want to vent or they just want someone to listen to them. Yeah. And I am a great listener because I will sit there and I will listen and, um, yeah. Have you always been that way or are there things that um, you did to help yourself develop that way? Um, so yesterday in class, um, we was asked to... Uh, send someone a message, remember? Yes. We had to send someone a text message saying how we appreciate them. Yes. Blah, blah, right. <gasps> Is so, that what you guys did? Yeah. So, oh, that's why I got a message. So okay. um, I got a yesterday, message. so while we was doing it, at first uh, I had to think about it because I actually did that exercise a year ago. So when Lewis came over towards us, I actually told him, I was like, oh, wow, you know what? I, I haven't seen this uh, friend of mine in 30 years. And I remember him uh, because when I was a kid, I remember sitting in my front, I think I was 12 years old, and I was sitting in front of my house. This is when, and it's actually my sister's friend, and all her friends was hanging out, and I always hung out with my sisters and her friends, so they was all older. And I was the kid that always was always in a conversation. Just I would just jump in the conversation and blah, 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 just loud and just talking, blah, blah, blah. Finally, this guy, he pulled me to the side. He grabbed me. He was like, Mike, 
come over here, sit next to me. And I was like, what? He was like, I want you to sit here and just listen. Don't say nothing. Just listen. He said, because you're always jumping into something, and you don't even know what's going on. He was like, come, like, come to the outside of it and pay attention and listen. And if you have an opinion or you, you can jump in and you have knowledge, he said, then go talk. Other than that, just stay back and listen. And just from that conversation helped me through my whole life. That's when you it, were 12. Yes, I always remembered that. Oh, he 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 had to be cuz he was my sister age. If I was 12, he had to be like 17 or 18. Wow, that's profound. Yeah. But so I saw him last year for the first time in 30 years. And that by him doing that always stuck with me. And um I saw him for the first time cuz he had moved out of state and I saw him and I thanked him for that. And he said, Mike, the reason why, and there was some other things he told me too, but he's like, you know, the reason why I pulled you to the side, he was like, because they was in gangs, right? Like my sister and her friend, they was all in gangs. He said he did that because he was like, Mike, I knew this life wasn't for you. And I wanted you to understand that there's a bigger world out there for you and you can do so much better than what we're doing. Like he was honest. He was like, you don't want to do this. And so that's why he told me to, Take a step back. Take a step back. Look at the world. And yeah. don't just go and go throw yourself into some just chaos yeah. and get caught up in what we're doing. So um, I thanked him um, 30 years ago. I mean, last year. And I ain't seen him in 30 years. And from that moment, it made me want to go and thank a few other people from my childhood that helped me get out of the neighborhood. And also, yeah. So I had did that exercise last year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did you also do it yesterday? Yeah, actually, it did. Um, yesterday, I sent. Uh, remember, I, I get told you um, she responded to me. Oh yeah, yeah. My uh, yeah. AYSO yeah, director. Right. I sent yeah. her a message. Yeah, I thought I should have got your message, Mike. No, just like. Well, we still have you. lists of people to send it to. <laughs> we've just been busy. Yeah, we've been busy. no, no I class today. It right? felt it felt really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember doing that. But no, just to go back to what you what you were just saying, there is this quote, um, and I'm she actually have his presentation right here because he was using my computer today because um, his uh, core somebody stole his core last night. But about listening, um, it's gonna take me a minute to find it. So. I know, at, you know, at an earlier uh, stage in my life, I didn't really know how to listen. Mm-hmm. I felt I was more of a talker. I felt like they wanted me to solve their problems. Um, but after that, I learned to be a better listener and just hear people out. You know, um, sometimes they were just calling me just to vent or just to be ear, you know. And I always felt that I needed to solve what their problem was, you know. And it would always frustrate me. But sometimes they just, people just want to be listened to, well, want to yeah. be heard. But, I mean, it goes back to what um, that quote I always say, that when you talk, you speak of what you already know. But when you listen, you might learn something. Yeah. It's a Buddha quote. Yeah. Like, it's very true. People don't still don't realize that people, they, how did God tell me, they, people jump into conversations with their opinions, because they, everybody has an opinion, right? But it doesn't mean you have knowledge on the subject. It's just your opinion. Yeah. Or they're, like, thinking about what they're going to say rather than, like fully being present and listening to you. But what right. I've loved the past few days is there has been a few times where it's like, okay, we're going to just have quiet time. Mm-hmm. And I love that. It's so peaceful. And I find that um, 
sometimes it's hard to get quiet time, especially when you're really, when you have a lot of things on your schedule. Um, But even just like sitting in quiet with somebody Mm. is okay. Like I used to think, you know, you have to try to like make conversation. And I don't, my fiance thinks it's because I've worked in public service for so long. Cause he's like, you're so good at like talking to people and, I don't really feel that way, but mm-hmm. he's like, you make people feel comfortable whenever we're in social situations. Um, but sometimes it's okay to also just like... Yeah, I've always felt that about you. Too. I think that's why we got along so well. You know, we can always have a great conversation, and you were always fun to be around. I knew it was going to be a good time if you were there. Yeah. Yeah, so... That's why we're sisters. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, but definitely, like, so many good times, for sure. Yeah. Oh, the I think this is what you was talking about, um, the quote that he put up. It says, the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. I do love that quote. But, that's but it was something else, yes. Oh. And I don't know if it was a quote or if it was something that was a statistic. I love that quote. Um, I love it, too. What what resonates with you about it? I feel like you. Uh, <laughs> He's like I don't know. I thought it kind of. No, the like biggest it. single problem of communication is the illusion that it has taken place, and it's it's funny that um, because when he said that, it, it made me think back to a conversation that I had with um, my girl a couple of days ago, and um, I brought up something, and she was like, "Didn't we have this conversation already?" And I was like. Yes or no? Like, we kind of did, but we didn't kind of, like, really talk about it. So it was the, it was the illusion to her that it, it had already taken place, but we really didn't have a conversation about it. Like, we touched on it, but we really, we didn't really have, a communi- like, a proper communication about yeah. it. It didn't feel like full circle. Full circle, yeah, yeah. It was, like, yeah. it was kind of touched on. But like, yeah, when we did relationship, I actually dove into um, apply pause or – positive sexuality, like talking about, um, you know, more than intimacy in a relationship. And I did like a whole thing of it. And I, that will, this one was my favorite one out of all of them. Mm. How do we connect on a higher level than just intimacy? You know, it's being, um, a good listener, um, being able to just, um, be heard and seen with someone, um, and diving a little bit deeper, um, not only that, but as males, um, giving compliments as a wife to the male, um, you know, usually they're more being critiqued or making them feel like they're not, you know, they're not, they don't exist kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really deep. I was kind of talking more about like the mental health for men. Um, you know, like, I mean, even mm-hmm. to my husband, I give him so many compliments you know, even give him a little pat pat on his butt and be uh, like, "You look sharp." You all are so. Delightful. You know what I mean? Looking like a little snack, but we don't do that for each other. Mm-hmm. We're harder on ourselves, um, you know, than really embracing the mm-hmm. beauty that we have um, for one another. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think like for me, my experience with my fiance. So you know this. We were in a long distance yeah, relationship for a long time, Canada and the U.S. for like. A very long time. We would see each other, like, at least twice a month. Mm-hmm. Um, but that really forces you to connect with a person in, like, a very different way than, like, because like, you're not level. seeing them, like, like on the physical <sighs> level. How do you, okay, so I'm, I need help with that. That's the one I'm struggling with right now. 
So what we would do is just like, and like, I'm just so grateful for our journey because mm. now we are together. He's working in the U.S. Like we're finally like in the same space together and we have this like really strong foundation and we've like been to so many like beautiful places in the world like because we would use so we would trade off like either I would go visit him or he would come visit me but then oftentimes it would be if I go to Canada okay we're going to explore a new region mm -hmm. or let's go to a different country or we'll go to a different state and we would choose that but in terms of the days that we weren't like together physically we talked on the phone so much we would fall asleep at night together on the phone um, we would pray together, like, before we would go to sleep and then, like, leave the phone on until it would just, like, cut off mm -hmm. or hang up. Um, but we would schedule, like, movie nights and say, okay, ready? One, two, three. <laughs> and then, like, watch a movie together but be, like, on video. Um, I think the, the biggest challenge was probably whenever there's things where you could bring a significant other with you to somewhere, but you oh, couldn't yeah. because, like the complications of like when you're working you only get so much time off or like it's a quick turnaround trip so they couldn't come to like a Wednesday night function or something like that but um I don't regret my journey at all and in fact I think um it was just you know I had people that would tell me like I can't believe you're doing a long distance relationship it's never going to work especially in a different country like you're being yeah. cheated on and I'm like I had boyfriends that lived in the same yeah. city as me that I didn't trust. Okay. I trust him so much because I just know, um, yeah. you know, and just for how everything has um, transpired between us. And he's just like such a good, we have such a strong connection. Well, no, and, and that's yeah. great. That kind of goes back to what kind of what we, that exercise we were doing today when he was asking the question, do people change, you know, about, you know, um, those other questions he had. And it's all about if you want to, so, yeah, a long-distance relationship can work if both people want it. Yeah. And yeah. I think, like, because I had so many people that would tell me, you couldn't find someone in the U.S.? Mm -hmm. I mean, I could see not finding someone in the same city, but not the U.S. And, you know, it just, the way we met was organic. It was yeah. through, like, different friend groups. Um, and I had intentionally put out some things that I wanted in somebody. And when we met, like, it just clicked, and I think for both of us, we just felt like that connection was so special that it was worth it. We definitely didn't think it would be as long as it has been. I mean, even our engagement has mm -hmm. been dragged out longer than we would like. But I think um, it almost feels like it was just, like, meant to be, but it was also – it's just a different uh, journey, and all I could say is that it matters, like, on the people. And Oh, yeah. It was yeah. meant to be. That was beautiful. Yeah. I always thought it was like a love story. I used to like to hear just I know everyone or, would be like, let's hear about what you yeah, all are doing. Like, <laughs> and I think there were some people yeah. that were my supporters, like, yeah. what are you doing? And then I think there were those other people that were like, wow, she's going to get cheated on. No. I guess. How, how long was it? Um, oh, it was wow. Like, so I have known him for like 15 or 16 yeah. years. Oh, no, this is years. We were really good friends. And yeah. I... Um, went to visit him one time and my friends were like you guys talk all the time watch you guys are going to end up being together I'm like no I would never be in a long distance relationship that word never mm. from our cap right yeah. like don't use those words 
Because here we uh, are. Yeah. <laughs> but it just, you know, it just happened. And um, he just has, like, so many, like, wonderful qualities. And he's such a sweet. I mean, mm. you've met him. Yeah. He's so sweet. But once you got, but how many how many years? Once you guys Sorry, got together. Sorry, so, like, um, I think, so, and it ended up, like, it was supposed to happen by two, 2016 that he was supposed to be here. And it didn't happen until 2020. So, it was, like, 2012 to, like... 2020 oh, like a decade oh yeah i'm telling you this is years yeah i don't know how you did it i mean big boogie oh, yeah. i mean that that is true love right there and that is definitely something that was meant to be and our yeah. families like really get yeah. along well and like he comes from a really nice <laughs> and he's I, i'm having a problem right now because my i live in lancaster and my girl live in palmdale oh really <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh come on, Mike! Can you imagine if you had to no. go through customs oh every time God. you went to go? No, see but you her? know what? Because like yeah. her schedule is, she works in Valencia, so her schedule is different than mine. Like I'm more free; I can do what I want, right? But hers isn't. And when she gets home, like sometimes she gets home real late, she's tired, and she still have you know her family to take care of. Um, and we, so we see each other every Friday night. Like she spends the weekend with me all the time. Every so in a couple hours, she's gonna be at my house. Spend the whole weekend together. But my whole problem is like I can't. I, not it's not a problem, but I want to see her during the week sometimes. And sometimes we do. Like, we'll spend a Tuesday or Wednesday, you know, we'll go out to dinner or something. But, uh, like, this week I didn't see her all week, right? And that bothers me. It's like, damn, you only live, like, 10 minutes away. <laughs> but, you know, she be, like, so tired and, like, exhausted. And, and I'll be trying to have patience with that. Like, okay, I'm going to have patience. I think it's just different times, too. You know, it's, like you said, there's different schedules, but that's when you – your patience kicks in and you have to ask yourself, you know, is this person worth, you know, all of these things that I have to do? Right. Or if you, you have really to be in patient. a ritual, like yeah. that really helped us. Like we would pray like every single night together, no matter what, like even if someone was so busy, usually we'd talk for like hours before going to sleep. But sometimes like if I had to work to like midnight and then we had the time difference too, just having some sort of like, ritual that even if you don't see each other in person I really found that that helped when we had shared experiences even if they weren't physical in person we were still doing the same yeah. uh the same thing at the same time well, sharing I, I, an experience uh, at the same time right I mean for us like I mean obviously you know every morning we always good morning to each other you know we say good night to each other and then when she gets home from work like after she settles in eats take a shower you know we check in with each other you know, I do like that. Um, and I, and that's, that's the check-in. Like, we did the check-in thing yesterday, right? Yesterday morning. Um, and I like that. And you're already winning than some couples that are together all the time, see each other all the time. And, you know, but, you know, you she, know? she did express to me, um, I think last week, uh, she was like, she doesn't want us to get tired of each other so mm -hmm. soon. Because we are still fairly new. Like, and we've been together like four months. Like, it's yeah. going on for, it's four months now. And so she was like, I don't want us to get tired of each other. But I'm yeah. different, though. Like, I'll never get tired. Yeah, that well, sounds like a fear. A yeah. fear? Yeah, fear. of being alone. Like, oh, for, like oh if I know. If Hello, that, did you not hear me today in class? I don't, well, I didn't say that, yeah. but I don't, I don't like, everybody know that, you know that about me. I, I don't know, like being you, alone. But that might be a lot for someone else, too. No, I know, and that's where I'm trying to be understanding and have patience. <laughs> Well, I did am she, I'm learning. Did she have yeah. like negative or well, actually it's probably too personal, so never mind, I won't ask. No. I was gonna just say like if she had like negative experiences, like where she spent 
so much time with someone that they told her something like, oh, we're spending too much time together, so it's not going to work out. You know what I mean? Um, like, uh, not, not to that, no. Uh, but she does have, uh, like, her small circle, like, with her family, like, her inner family. Like, they're really super tight. And it's something that I actually admire. Like, if you think you're like your family's type, her, she's the same way. Like, her and her kids and her grandkids, they do everything together. They're super tight, and she rarely lets in. Well, not, I'm going to say rarely. She don't let nobody in. She's let me in. Like, I just spent uh, Mother's Day with her and her mom and her own family. Mm. Um, so she's finally let me into her family, you know. So I go over, you know, to her family's house a lot. Um, but um, it's still the the fear, and, and she expressed that, it's still the fear of, um, you know, getting hurt and letting someone fully in. So she still has walls up. Yeah, I don't blame it. No, and, and I don't either, because I understand, because I understand her last relationship. So I, I get it, and that's why, mm-hmm. you know, I'm being patient with it. Well, and it sounds like you all are having, like, very honest and, like, open communication, which yeah. is healthy. No, we do. We learned that, right? That no, it is, yeah. We do. What was the song? What song? Do you remember the song that got played today? I do not. I'm going to be honest you? with you. Um, I was there. I just, it wasn't my type of music, so I tuned out on it. I was, <laughs> oh, you did? I was having a conversation with somebody. Okay, yeah. I'll try to, like, sum it up real quickly. So, in essence, it was basically saying, like, it was a in folk marriage song. that you start, like, if you started at the end, when it was over, you would actually be, like, more honest with each other. That's what I got from the song yeah. anyways. Um, and so, essentially, like, sometimes people are so busy, like, pretending you know, that you don't get to, like, really see. But it sounds like you all are having authentic communication. Oh, no, because I'm are. a big communicator. Sometimes yeah. <laughs> it's funny because every, uh, like, so on Friday, like, we have our, our ritual thing that we do every Friday night, right? We meet up and, you know, we have a drink. And it's kind of like like a, a wind down. Like, if she's busy during the week. Like, I already know she had a, a rough week this week at work. And so I know in a couple hours she's going to go to our little spot, you know, have a beer, just relax and not think like you know what I mean so that's what we do and uh, sometimes I I'll um kind of like what uh what's her name in class was saying today how she was she'd be trying to uh tell her husband about what she learned or whatever yeah. and he'd be like whoa it's too much let's Monique. go now was that her name Monique? Oh, no I, no it wasn't what? Monique it was I thought it was the tall skinny girl well, it's okay. Anyways, you guys want to, yeah. Wanna, yeah. Right. So, anyways, I'll be doing that to Marcy sometimes. Like, I'll be like one that like tell her all the stuff and communicate with her. And I remember one time she was just like, "Oh my God, it's too much." It is. Like, it and no, it, and it is. It can be. It's overwhelming sometimes, when, especially when you just want to relax and unwind, right? Yeah. So, but you know, like we are in the class and we're experiencing something, and when we go home, we want to share it with our partner. Yeah. So it's just the excitement, uh, but we do have to be mindful. Like, okay, yeah. maybe it's too much. Yeah, because I used to do that with my husband, and I was like, although he was like, well, I want to hear all about it, right. you know, kind of deal. Um, but after a while, it was a little bit overwhelming because it's not something that he is that he can be um, that he can relate or right. knows or understand. But then I would flip it by introducing little like um, exercising or mm. certain tools where he's like, oh, well, where'd you learn? That? Oh, well, you know. We learned that in the program or I learned that um, through the the class. And he was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And now he can relate. Right. That's why he can carry on conversations mm-hmm. um, because I utilize that in my relationship. Right. Um, so that's what I tell, you know, people is that I might not be in the workforce, but I can, you know, um, use them at mm-hmm. home. 
And now he's able to utilize those same tools mm. with his family or uh, with his family, with his friends. His I know. Or his <laughs> colleagues and, and things like that. So. That's what I love about the program, though, is like that, that like ripple effect, like mm-hmm. how what a what a beautiful gift to the community. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so grateful for the opportunity to participate in this because if we're able to share this with people, then right. they share it with other people. Right. And then, you know, you have less like resistance and walls you know no i love it too yeah so um go ahead uh we run out of time so close us out with your all right and it's funny how you were just talking about this um this comes from bob wiley what about bob what about bob what about bob baby steps baby steps (laughs) baby steps through the office baby steps out the door it works it works all i have to do is take one little step at a time and I can do anything. Well, and, and that goes back to uh, what we're learning about everything. our ti- tiny little habits, mm-hmm. right? Our tiny little habits make the biggest step. impacts. Um, and, and I'm learning that. Like, I think, I think this, this relationship that I'm in now is I'm approaching it differently. Only one because I'm older and I don't want to date no more. Like, that shit's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> it is wild and hard. I don't want to date no more, so I'm, I'm approaching this one differently, and I am having open, honest conversations, like, early on, opposed to holding things in and, and waiting till it builds up to be something bigger. You know, I'm, like, nipping things in the bud, like, real quick. Yeah. Like, oh, But I'm also learning. I, uh, Lewis is teaching that because this is what he taught us uh, today when the other girl was speaking in class. He said, how, when you go home to your husband, opposed to saying, you know, just start Throwing things at them, say, hey, ask for permission. Say, hey, can I tell you what I learned in class today? Or, hey, can mm-hmm. I yeah. teach, show you this exercise? Yeah. Like, ask for permission first. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to try that approach. Yeah, not only that, but I recommend this to every relationship or every person starting a relationship is don't waste time on wanting to build what it is that you want long term. Be playful and see if this is even what you want. What do you mean? Can you elaborate on that? Um, Yeah. So meaning being playful, don't worry so much about what, you know, like I just don't want to date anymore. I don't want this. And then you invest so much Mm -hmm. instead of focusing on being playful, be adventurous, get out there, do things. Um, You know, I think that that was a big part of our success and, and our relationship. And we actually are that to this day is we're friends first. You know, we're we're very adventurous. Um, we spend a lot of our time just having fun, um, doing experiences instead of like, well, I don't like this about you and this is what I like and this is the way we're going to do it because this is it for me. Right. You know, even to this day, we're still super playful. I think I think um, I think we are playful. I'm not going to say think we are playful. I think uh, the only time that I, I do have my conversations is Fridays. I don't know why that day is. I think it's the first day I've seen her like yeah. all week. So I just be wanting to have like, it's like checking. Mm-hmm. Like, how how are you feeling? Yeah. How was your day? Now, and, you know, what's on your mind? Like, I, I feel like that that is my checking day. Mm-hmm. But uh, later on Friday night, um, Saturday and Sunday when we all together, no, we have fun. We go places. Like, yeah. we have fun. Like, yeah. and it's never... Like, I think once I get it out, you know, when I first see on Friday, yeah. then that's it. 
Yeah. Like the rest of the time, it is. It's playful. It's fun. Like we just go off and we just have fun. Yeah, anyway. I just trip out when some people are like, "Yeah, I don't like this about him." Be like, "Well, how long have you guys been dating?" Oh, a few months. And I thought to myself, like, "Shit, wait until it's years." Yeah, well, I know that. And then they really let their hair down and be like, "It's just gonna be so much more that you're not gonna like." You know what I mean? But how do you pivot around that? But I mean, I was married twice, and both both marriages lasted, you know, a long time. So. I, but I love being married. Like, my first marriage was 24 years. My second one was um, seven years. I love being married. I yeah. love having a partner. Yeah. So. Well, Michelle, baby steps. Yeah, Michelle, baby what steps. What are you going to leave us with? Yeah, what are you leaving us with? Uh, just thank you so much. I am super grateful for the program, but really grateful to both of you for the space that you open up for people in the community to be seen and be heard and allowing me to come and share the activities that we have for the community. want to make sure they do it. And of course, um, my friend Sean Hill always tells me it's better to light a candle than to curse the dark. I love it. I love he's, Sean Hill. Yeah, no, he's Big ups to Sean Hill. Big ups to Sean. Yeah. Well, thank you, Michelle. We appreciate thank you and you. appreciate you and the city of Palmdale, what you guys do again. I admire it so much because you guys, I'm going to say it again, you guys do show up. And you yeah. guys put in the work. Yeah. Love that about City of Pompeo. Yeah, shout out to my friend Miss Nardi Lopez. Yes. yes. And my brother now that he's part yes. of the city. Yes, I was I tried to get him to come on here. Yeah. He told me he'll just go to the mall and tell everybody what we have going he's, on. He didn't need I to come on here. Him saying that. He's such a bugger. <laughs> That's my brother for you. That's hilarious. But I really, you know, tried to uh, get him to come here. But yeah, it's very neat. I super um, appreciate it. And we just want um, everybody to be able to come and enjoy the things that are there for them. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you again. And uh, have an amazing here. weekend. All right. Thank you. You guys have an amazing weekend right. as well. I can't wait to hear the answer to your question. You're going to ask me that again, aren't you? Yes, yes I am. Uh, well, she might be my, you might be my sit-in, or you going to be my sub when I'm away on vacation. Well, Mike, I think you need to talk to the, <laughs> to Mike so. first. <laughs> we have, I don't even know what day that is. We got to figure out what we're doing. Yeah. Where are you going for vacation? I'm going to go to Texas. Oh, Texas. Everything is bigger. What part of Texas? Dallas. Oh, are you going to go where the Dallas Cowboys? Oh, hell no, I hate the Cowboys. <laughs> You should know better. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> so, wait, wait, why use the word hate? Like I that's just, just so strong. Like we just had I a great show. All, we just had a great mm-hmm. show, all positive, you know, positive emotions and energy. And then you use the word team. hate. That's just the one team. I just oh, I can't God. the one team. The one Well team. no, I take that back too. The Astros, oh hell no. I told my kids if you're you ever date anyone that's an Astros fan, they're cheaters. So how you don't gonna, do it. How you gonna be hanging out with me and Marcy? Like she's a cowboy fan too. Oh well I mean <laughs> you alright, but the Astro fans, that's a hell no. <laughs> yeah, I'm a diehard Dodger fan. Oh wait, I don't like the Astros blue. either. Man. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Sure, yeah, sure. fuck that. All right. <laughs> Yeah, out of here, y'all. All right. Be well. Be well.